Q&A part of this YouTube video. Um, I wanted to answer all the questions that you guys had about me competing again this year and who my coach is and just all the prep things because I've been getting a lot of questions and I just wanted to condense it all in one video. So if I slow down or anything, it's because I get, I've been feeling lightheaded, guys. One, I have days with zero carbs. Two, I'm actually fighting some sort of flu or something right now. So uh, mixing Dayquil with my fat burners and things like that are just... It's making me a little loopy, okay? I'm going to be real and honest. So, um, I guess that brings me to number one question uh, I got yesterday because I posted on my story, flu or no flu, we are still working. And I was on the spin bike. Guys, if I wasn't on prep, I would 100% stay in bed or like rest if I'm sick, right? I, I genuinely know how to take care of my body. I take care of my body very well. But right now with prep, we are less than two weeks away from my show. I just don't want to lose momentum. Um, and I didn't go and do like an hour run, something I would normally do, or, or like an hour on the Stairmaster, Stairmaster on level 12, right? I did the Stairmaster for like 45 minutes and I actually felt really lightheaded at that point. So then I switched over to my bike and I just pedal the rest of the 15 minutes. So was my heart rate as elevated as I wanted it to be? No, but that's okay. You know, I, I wanted to at least get my hour of cardio in. And, um, but I had a lot of girls saying like, you, are you not taking care of your body? Shouldn't you be resting? Yes, if you are sick, please rest. Unless you are prep, then maybe rest. But for me, I was just like, let me push today. I rested a lot yesterday. So today I'm feeling better. The only thing, like I said, is like a little bit of dizziness here and there today. And um, my throat is hurting a little bit. But anyways, let's get into the number, I guess all these questions. Number one I wanted to answer is why I'm competing again. I thought you said you were never going to compete again, Jasmine. Okay, so for everyone saying, I thought you were never going to compete again, Jasmine, I never said I would never compete again. I always said, I don't think competing is for me, right? And the main reason is because I genuinely do love and value a balanced lifestyle. I've said it here on YouTube. I've said it a lot on the podcast more so recently um, and how important values are. I talk about values all the time on the podcast and I genuinely value like going out with my friends, going out with Chris, dinner dates, things like that, balancing my lifestyle. Um, I was in a really good place with how my body was and just um, loving my body, no no issues with my food, like no binge eating issues or anything like that, which I haven't had in a really long time, even after my show two years ago. Um, the biggest reason that helped me back from competing though was the hormonal aspect of it. Um, just thinking about what I went through two years ago after my show was a little bit traumatizing for me. So I always said that because of that, I didn't think I would ever compete uh, in the future. But it was never like a never thing. You know, I was always like, I don't know. You, know, I, I'm not one of those people that says never say never. I, never. I'm one of those people that says never say never because things change. The way that you look at things change your viewpoint changes, like we're constantly changing every day and what you liked yesterday might not, you might not like today and what you thought was bad yesterday, you might like now. So we're constantly evolving, we're constantly changing and you know, I I felt in the last, when September hit, I felt like this year has been such a big year for growth for me, okay? Like just personal um, growth and 
uh, I've done a lot of work on myself with ther in therapy. I've done a lot of work on myself like mentally and I kept seeing 11-11 all year long and I was like, okay, something's coming. Something big is coming. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to keep working. I'm going to keep my head down, work myself, work on my businesses. And um, around like September, and you, as you guys know, Chris competed in the summer and I was not ready. He was like, hey, are you, do you, do you want to compete with me? And I was like, no, you do prep. I don't want to do prep. And um, that was how I felt at that time. And September rolled around and I was like, hey, I don't know what it is, but I feel like this big energy shift. I feel like something is pulling me to compete right now. I don't know what it is. I was like, but I feel like this is my calling right now. It is the most unexplainable feeling that I can explain to you guys. And I, I told Chris this is the exact same thing. He's like, well, if you want to compete, then like do it. And I was like, I think it would be amazing to compete and also like just win my pro card at Olympia or like be a pro at Olympia. Because um, as you guys know, I'll be going with Dark Sport. And I, I will say that being with Dark Sport has inspired me and pushed me to want to compete and not in a negative way. Like it's not like they're forcing me or anything. The reason they got me was because of my balanced lifestyle. But just being around the atmosphere of competitors and as you guys know, I've always had that mentality, like the never fucking give up mentality, the work hard everyday mentality. I train like a competitor. I eat like a competitor. Um, I'm not one of those competitors that doesn't go out to eat, though. I do enjoy eating out and stuff, but I just have a very hardworking mentality. And when I'm with dark sport, I feel that energy and I feel it. It's just it's incredible. And I think that has a little bit a part to do with it just like the fact that like I feel so inspired and with my teammates and I feel like the support is behind me um there and in, in, in the sponsorship that I have with dark sport but that's besides this point the the reason I chose to do it was because I felt like genuinely there was a bigger force pulling me into this direction saying hey this is your next challenge you need to do this on your own to one learn about yourself two to say that you fucking did it because as you guys know, two years ago, I went through a really depressive state during my prep. Um, and I just, I feel like this is my time to prove to myself that I can do it. And it's been a challenge, but it's been so rewarding knowing that I've been doing this on my own. Like for the most part, in the last, what, three, four years that I've competed, Chris has always competed with me. We've always done preps together, which I personally like because we're both grinding it out at the same time. We're both eating in at the same time. Um... But this time it's like me on my own. None of my friends are doing it. Chris isn't doing it. He's still going out to eat. Like I've been having to just put my head down and work alone. Like, and it's been, it's honestly been an incredible experience and I'm just so happy. And do I feel nervous about the hormones? Yes, of course I feel nervous about it. But I have a really good coach where you know, we got blood work before starting prep. We're going to get blood work right after prep and we're going to do, he knows his stuff. So we're going to do whatever it takes to get my hormones back into normal shape after prep. So, um, you know, last year it was just kind of like I left my coach or two years ago. When I say last year, you guys know, two years ago when I competed, I left my coach uh, and all the hormones were just like out of whack. I didn't get blood work or anything like that. So now I want to do the proper things to get my hormones back on track. So that was the main reason, but Honestly, my want to do this was greater than 
just that fear of the hormones. So if that tells you anything, there you go. All right, number two, who is your coach? So I went with um, Brandon G's Hustle Harder here in Houston, Texas. Um, wanted someone who was local who could look at me and it's just different. I look so much different in person than I do in pictures and video and I wanted someone that I felt like he could look at me if I needed them to look at me. And then of course he's turned many pro, he's turned his wife pro, Kerrigan, and I just felt like he he knew what he was doing. He knows what he's doing and so far it's been such an incredible experience with him. I from the moment I said, "Hey, I know I'm like 13 weeks out, which is normally nowadays you do a 16 week prep. Like you can't really prep the best that you can in 12 weeks nowadays. Um, but I went up to him at 13 weeks out and I was like, hey, I'm thinking about competing. Do you think that we can get ready? And he looked at me and he was like, I, you have a great shape to you. Thankfully, you know, as you guys know, I've always, I've kept up my, my good shape. So you have a great shape. So yeah, like I think we can, but it's going to be tough. I just need you to be mentally prepared for what's about to come. And he's like, you've done it before. He's like, there are going to be zero carb days. There are going to be probably two hours of cardio. You just need to mentally prepare that. If you can mentally prepare yourself for that, let's go for it. But if you can't, then, you know, this is what it's going to take to get you there, to get you the conditioning that I know that you want. And I was like, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Let's do it. And, um, it's been great working with him. He, yeah, we've had our low carb days, but he gives me refeeds. He's been giving me refeeds every week. We do clean refeeds. We don't do any cheat meals. So um, we do like just extra carbs or whatever. And it's it works great for my body. And my body's just been, thankfully for a little while, it wasn't <laughs> responding like weight wise, but now we're in a really good steady pace. And it's just been great with him. I was just telling Chris the other day that I don't feel like he purposely makes me suffer like he's he, what he tells me to do I trust wholeheartedly because I don't feel like he he adds time to be like okay yeah you lost three pounds today let me add five minutes like he doesn't if I lose weight he's not gonna he doesn't change anything he's like okay we're right on track um and it's just been great and two you know he has Kerrigan he knows what it's like to have a competitor in-house Two, he's a competitor himself. I genuinely think that as a coach, you need to be a competitor because you don't fucking know what your athletes are going through unless you've competed before. And if you haven't competed before, like to me, it's like you're eating pizza while you're telling your bikini clients to fucking eat zero grams of carbs and they need to push through the suffer. Like to me, that just doesn't make sense. Like as a coach, like I feel like you have to know what it takes to to compete. You have to have been able to grind it out and do all the things needed to be a competitor in order to coach competitors. And I feel that way with Brandon. I don't feel like he's never once made me feel bad or, you know, made me feel like, okay, we're going to make you suffer more. You need to suffer more, like, at all. Like, if anything, he's like, I'm sorry, we're going to add 10 more minutes. I'm so sorry, like, but this is what we got to do. And I'm like, no, 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 tell me what to do. And I'll do it. So it's been a great experience with him. Um, it's It's been great. So I'm working with him. I've kept him on the DL just because I've kept a lot of my, my prep on the DL besides my workout videos. I haven't done a check-in yet on Instagram. Just because I feel like this journey has been mine and mine only. And I don't want any, I haven't wanted any outside noise or negativity or energy to affect the way that I feel about myself. I'm not looking for any outside 
what's the word? Outside, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, baby? Influence. Like, not influence, but outside critique, I guess. Um, like, whether I look good or, or uh, not, you know, I'm doing this for me, right? So, when I feel like it's the right time to post my physique, I'll post it. But I haven't yet. And it's not because I don't want to share or whatever. It's just I'm been so in the zone and so protective of my energy that that's the way that I feel right now. So if you guys are wondering why I haven't shared him, it's not because I'm trying to gatekeep him. Excuse me. I just had my meal too. Um, it hasn't because I wanted to gatekeep him. It's just been because I've been like just wanting to protect my energy with him. So anyways, that was a big question. Um, do you have rest days uh, to avoid burnout and do you take pre-workout? Uh, no, right now I'm working out. I'm working out five days a week, but I'm doing cardio seven days a week. Um, that's just what it is. My cardio is up to an hour and 45 plus a 10 minute walk. And yeah, I train five days a week, two lower body days, three upper body days. And yes, I take pre-workout. There's no way I could get through prep without pre-workout. Uh, do your competition prep workouts look different than regular workouts um no they look absolutely the same i focus on progressive overload i train the same every week um i do the same workouts every week the goal is to progress every week and go heavier and heavier granted now that i'm at like three last week or two weeks ago at four weeks that was when my strain started coming down um so i'm trying like and my body's hurting really bad so as long as i can keep the weight that i'm doing and push myself that I'm happy like I might not be able to go up and weight as much and I haven't the last two weeks but as long as I keep the same weight and I'm pushing myself that's what I'm just aiming for but you're not I'm not doing any like super hit like stuff I'm not like jumping around and doing different shit I'm literally doing the same stuff I would be doing not off prep except it's just prep mode just prep mode nothing changes okay uh, what's your daily meal before the competition? I did a, re I recorded what I eat in a day zero carb edition. Go watch that. Um, and do you calculate your macros or calories? No, I told him, he asked me, do you want macros or do you want a meal plan? I said meal plan, 100%. I don't like macros. I don't like having to guess what I have to eat when I'm on prep. Like if I'm doing intuitively eating and balancing my lifestyle macros all the way, but actually I, I do more of a meal plan too. I say, I literally eat the same thing every day um unless we go out but during prep i prefer a meal plan because i know what i eat every single day there's no outside variable nothing and he knows what i'm eating every day so if we need to cut or change things up we'll do that so i just like to have a meal plan i don't know what my calories are right now so and i don't really care to know um how much and what type of cardio are you currently doing an hour and 45 I do an hour in the morning fasted of spin or I run and or stairs but I've been doing spin and then I'll do uh, stairs after my workout so those are the two things I do I can't get my heart rate enough like high enough to do walk incline just my heart rate would literally be at 100 like it just doesn't go up so some people can get away with just walking incline I'm not one of those people mm. What show are you doing? You look amazing. I will be competing December 3rd in Chicago in... I was pronouncing it Waukegan. I think it's Waukegan. Waukegan. 
Illinois, like close to Chicago, December 3rd. Walk up. North Athlete, North American uh, Winter Classic. I think that's what it's called. Okay. Uh, everyone wants to know what's the hardest thing about prep, the most comfortable part during prep. And I would say with this prep, the hardest thing is just how tired I am. Like, trying to balance your life with prep is already hard enough. Your relationships and everything. But trying to balance your businesses and trying to make content and have energy for content has just been really hard. I have my really good days where I have all this energy and then I have my really bad days where I'm just like a couch potato. I'm like in one like spot and I don't move and that's where it's at. I feel like that's the hardest part. The hunger comes and goes, right? But I can deal with the hunger. Um, obviously, I miss eating out with my friends and things like that, but I, th that's always going to be there. I'm really excited. I look forward to that. You know, it's always going to be there. Um, we're going to be able to go out to dinner again soon. Um, so it's not like, for me, the hardest part hasn't been missing out the food. Um, yeah, like I want to eat certain things, but it's not that bad for me, right? Um, granted, I like I said, I think it helps that you have a, you establish a healthy relationship with food before you go into prep, because if you don't, then it can easily, you can easily spiral down. But I've always, thankfully, I've had a good relationship with food. I don't ever really crave really bad food. Um, I have been wanting pizza though, but I'll get that when I get that. Pizza's always going to be there. And I know I'm going to have one size of pizza and be like, okay, this is it. So, but I think the most uncomfortable part right now is just how tired I am. I'm so used to pushing so hard, guys. As you guys know, before prep, I did spin a lot and I pushed myself and I would fucking like get first place and like my heart rate would be up. And right now I push and I push and like I feel like I, it's like fumes, like nothing's coming out. So that's the hardest part. And I think this time is just like not feeling sexy. I just haven't felt sexy like today. I did my makeup and my hair. I feel cute right now, but I don't feel sexy. And so it's affected the way that I feel. Um, right now, granted too, we like when you're on prep, you don't want to have any sex at all. So I don't feel sexy to have sex either. So I just feel weird. Like I don't want to be like TMI, but you guys know I share everything on the podcast. But if Chris wants to have sex, I just like want to lay there missionary because I don't want to be on top because I feel like I look like a scrawny person. I don't want to be doggy because I have no ass. Okay, there's nothing to hit right there except for fucking bone. And so it's just like, I mean, I have my little muscle, but there's like no fat on my ass. So I just don't feel like the sexiest. So I think sex obviously has taken, you know, a... a I pause right now and I think that's been one of the hardest things too because Chris and I are very sexual beings I actually just started a show and there's like so much sex in it which I didn't realize how much sex was going to be in the show and I'm like man I really want to have sex like that because <laughs> right now it's just not but like I want to have sex like that but it's like I don't want to have sex like that right now <laughs> but yeah those are I guess for me that's like the hardest part about prep so far um how long did it take to get your body like that? Well, as you guys know, I've been prepping now, I think, for 10 weeks. Um, but, like I said, having a good, like, um, I guess, fit body before starting or a leanish body before starting prep is always going to help. There's no way I would have been able to do a 13-week prep if I would have been, like, 135-ish. I was at 127 before starting prep. So, like, I'm... 
I right so just to give you guys a reference I started at 127 we we comped a little bit so I went up like three pounds to 130 and then we came back down and right now I'm at 119 118 so I'm not like I'm literally only 10 pounds away from stage weight which is a really healthy thing you don't want to be any more than 10 pounds away from stage weight uh, just because it's just really hard. It's a really gonna be a really hard prep for you and it's gonna be just It's gonna be harder and it can be unhealthier And so for me the only reason that I was able to do it is because my starting point was such a good starting point. So Yes, it took me 10 weeks to get my body like this right, but it's taken years and years of training and building my muscle to have the amount of muscle that I have now uh what are your tips for someone looking to compete but doesn't know where to start? You have to make sure you have a good relationship with food and you have to make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. Like, are you trying to push yourself? Because prep is an intense sport. And if you don't have a good relationship with food, it will break you. If you don't prioritize the gym, it will break you. Like, it's not just like, oh, I'm going to work out five days a week. No, like you got to make sure that you are ready to grind it out every single day regardless if you have a shitty day at work or whatever. And if you don't have the, the lifestyle for competing, then you just don't have the lifestyle for competing. There's so many people that like just can't compete because of their jobs, guys. And that's like, it's just, it's what it is. Like if your job does not allow you to, like if you're constantly traveling and things like that, you're not going to be able to prep, right? Like you're not, you're going to be, you're going to miss gym sessions. You're going to be holding on water because you're traveling. You would have to meal prep every single day. Like it would be insanely hard for someone who has like a traveling job. So making sure that your lifestyle fits into prep because prep is not just, oh, I'm going to work out today because you know I want to it's like you gotta work out whether you feel like it or not you gotta eat your meals whether you feel like it or not you can't cheat like it's a whole whole different ball game so you have to make sure you are mentally prepared for that because when you say you're ready you're in a different mindset but when you're fucking deep inside that prep guys it gets hard as shit and you gotta remember why you started and if you don't have the right reasons of why you started you are easily gonna get be able to give up so you got to make sure you have the right reasons and that you're mentally prepared for what's to come because prep is is a whole different thing okay um how do you deal with your ibs while prepping for your show to be honest i haven't had any ibs issues in a while thank god long knock on fucking wood da, da, da. um and the reason is because i stick to the same things that i was eating before my prep so like, I still have chicken, I have rice. Right now I'm not having any rice, I'm having cauliflower. But I don't have anything that flares out my IBS. Like, I'm not adding, like for me, tomatoes, onions, like raw onions flare out my IBS. I don't have any of that. Um, if I eat something and it upsets my stomach, I quickly take it out. Like, um, with IBS, every food is like a trial and error. If you guys have IBS, you know. So I already know kind of what flares up my stomach and what doesn't. And if I feel like something flares it up, I'll just take it out of my diet or we'll switch it or whatever. But thankfully, I haven't had any issues with my IBS. So I'm grateful for that. You just have to make sure that you're not adding anything that's going to flare it up. So you, excuse me, the things don't change with prep because I'm still eating the same things that I would be eating before with my IVFs, if that makes sense. Mm. 
do you think wearing waist trainer really helps with your shape? Yes, it does. Um, as you guys know, I work with Squeeze Me, Sk Squeeze Me Skinny Code Jazzy. Uh, saves you money on a waist trainer and yes, I waist train with cardio. I'm going to start actually waist training at home these next two weeks um, But waist training really does help bring in that waist if you have a good diet and cardio plan I know not everyone's about it, but for me I've seen amazing results when I prep with a waist trainer versus with not a waist trainer So try it out see if you like it. I'm not saying it wearing it. You have to wear it 10 12 hours a day to see amazing results but just start wearing it in the gym and it just for me too it just helps my posture helps keep my core tight as well um, are you doing your own makeup I will be doing my own makeup for the Chicago show just because I couldn't find anyone that I really liked for my Chicago show um, I found some people that did makeup in Chicago but not com competition makeup and for the price, guys, it was like $550. Okay, I'm not paying $550 for my makeup. For one, it's not show day makeup, so I don't even know if that person can deliver show day makeup because it's different. And two, like, I know how to do my makeup, so I'd just rather do it there. For the next show that I'll be doing, I will be having someone do my makeup and hair for that. I already have them booked. Okay. Um... What's the first thing you're going to eat after competition day? First meal after competition. What will it be? I don't know, guys. I haven't even thought about it. I haven't been like, oh, my God, the first thing I'm going to eat is this. I'm like, this whole prep, I have not tried to focus on food because that's not the reason I'm doing it. And if you focus on all the shit you can't have, you are going to drive yourself insane. Actually, there is something I'm going to have after prep because we already made the reservations. Um, Hell's Kitchen Beef in Wellington. Vegas. Huh? Beef Wellington. It's the Beef Wellington. I'm so excited. Gordon Ramsay's restaurant, Beef Wellington. I'm gonna try that. I really, we made reservations um, to that restaurant, so I'm really excited to try that. But it's not like I was like, oh my gosh, the first thing I'm gonna have is this Beef Wellington. Like, I'm not focusing on that, right? There's a lot of foods that obviously miss and things like that, but once you can have them, guys, you realize you don't miss shit. It's just the more focused you are, the more food focused and food driven you are, the more you're gonna miss out of the out of it the more you're gonna binge eat after your show like I have not bought anything for my house like I'm not going to buy anything for my house I'm not gonna go and buy oh my god Oreos and this and this to have in the house why would I fucking do that to myself why am I gonna have things at home that are just gonna tap me if I want something Chris and I will go get it we'll share it and it'll be good right the food's gonna be there I'm not even thinking about that whatever I feel like having after show I'll have after show but I'm not trying to be food-driven right now because it's not healthy. All right, let's see. Do you do ab workouts? No, I don't train my abs. <laughs> I'm just lucky enough to have crazy oblique lines, guys, and abs. But, I mean, you train abs with every other exercise, right? You're always constantly, you know, tucking in your core when you're doing shoulder press or glutes or whatever it is. Spin also helps a lot with my core. Uh, but, yeah, I think... I don't think I, I think I've hit abs once this entire prep and honestly I don't like to hit abs like you can do body weight stuff but you don't want to add weighted stuff to your core especially as a bikini athlete you're not trying to add size to your abs right you just want more definition in your abs but I already have plenty of definition also just from running from my high school running days my college running days and now running too like my abs are there running really works your oblique line so I don't ever ever train abs I mean abs just is literally 95% diet and the rest is 
just genetics too. Like if you, you have them, you have them. If you store fat there, you fucking store fat there and you gotta lose the fat there to have abs. You could do a hundred fucking push, a hundred sit-ups and crunches, but if you hold your fat there, you're gonna hold your fat there. So, all right, let's see. Does the show tell you how you need to dress, like those heels and swimsuit and gown? For those of you that don't know, like for bikini, yes, like you have to wear a certain suit. You can pick any color you want. Um, that will be announced probably on show day. You guys will get to see my color. Um, and then you do have to wear certain heels. Um, I got mine from the shoe fairy, certain jewelry, whatever jewelry you want to wear. And yeah, you want your hair to be long, not covering your glutes, but long enough. Um, you can straighten it or curl it, whatever you want. Personally, I like my hair curled, so I'll curl my hair more of like a wavy wand look. Um, but yeah, you can do your makeup how you want. You just want to make sure it's glam enough to where on stage it looks good, but not like too dramatic. I don't like it when it's like too dramatic either. You don't want to look like a clown. Um, but yeah, it's just an overall balance. Bikini is very still feminine and it's about beauty and, and poise. So you want to make sure that you fit on all those criteria. But you get to pick the color of your suit and everything. Uh Last competition, you said you hated your tinier body and lack of curves. Has that changed this time around? No, I think I've embraced it more. Like, I obviously don't. This is not This is not a preference look. I would not want to be this lean year-round. I don't, I don't like it, right? Um, I like my curves and things like that. But this is part of the process, and I love that this is part of the process, and I'm enjoying it. Like I said, I don't feel sexy, but I know that this is what I need to look like, and I'm really grateful that I look like this because I feel like I look amazing as a bikini competitor. So as a competitor, I'm really happy with my body. As an a, my day-to-day -day womanly figure, no, this is not what I like. I'm embracing this right now. What would you be t happy to take away from this whole experience even if you don't win? Just like the fact that I fucking did this by myself, like I said, this has like been the greatest challenge that I've had in a really long time. You know, I've been really focusing on myself and my balance and my personal growth, but I felt like I, I wanted to finish 2022 strong and with a challenge. And even if I don't win, I'm so proud of myself like you guys can't believe how proud I am for just honestly grinding it out these last what it'll be 13 weeks so I'm just proud of myself so more than anything like you have to say you have to do what you say you're gonna do no matter what comes your way you have to stick to plan and not every day is going to be perfect but if I take anything out of it is you got to take life one day at a time, like one day at a fucking time. You can't worry about your fuck ups from yesterday or if you had a bad day yesterday. You can't focus on what's going to be tomorrow and how hard tomorrow is going to be. The only thing you can focus on is the present moment and that day that you're living. And that's all. So um, that and personally, like I've been, you know, I, how do I explain this? I've been a little bit. I've been praying more and more into my faith and I genuinely believe like God is with me in this journey and if it wasn't for him I wouldn't be where I'm at and just like diving more into my faith these last 10 weeks has, has been incredible so um you know I'm just really grateful for that too all right um I'm only gonna do a few more because I think that's ever all the other questions are really really uh repetitive
what is different that from this prep from previous preps? Just my mindset, guys. I think my mental health is in a, big, a better space. You know, like two years ago, I was just not. I thought I was prepared to handle my prep. And granted, I prepped for nine months because it was during COVID time. I think if we would have competed, I started prep in January and I didn't compete till October. Okay. So if I would have competed in the regular time, which I was supposed to compete in May, I think I would have been good. But the fact that like I didn't compete until October was just way too long. I wasn't prepared for that. I don't think anyone could have mentally been prepared for that um, unless you had been a competitor for years and years and years and years. I just think I wasn't mentally prepared for everything I went through. I think now if I went through COVID, I probably would have just not. I would have. During COVID, I should have just been like, you know what? It's so unknown. I should have just stopped prep and waited to compete instead of fucking up my mental health as bad as I did. But now, obviously, there's no COVID or anything. So I'm like grinding it out and pushing myself. Um, I just also think my mental state is, a, is way better this go around than last time. And it also has to do with like my habits. Like before I started prep two years ago, I wasn't doing any cardio. I was probably doing like 20 minutes max on the Stairmaster. Before this prep, I was doing spin three to five times a week, 45 minutes. So I was used to the grind. I was used to the cardio. I was used to all these things. I also had a very healthy eating routine um, before my prep two years ago. I was eating healthy, but it wasn't as healthy as I'm eating. I was eating now. So just my whole lifestyle changed after prep two years ago, which I'm really grateful for that that prep two years ago made me who I am today. And I am so grateful for that experience because of that experience. I'm stronger and I was able to establish a healthier lifestyle. And because of that, I'm in a more men better mental state this go around. But yeah, two years ago during the last few weeks of prep, I was in a very dark mental space like I it was very I was very depressed like like suicidal depressed i didn't want to live anymore i just it was very unhealthy what i was going through at that time and i have not felt like that at this prep and i don't expect to feel that way this prep so it's just my mindset is just different this go around okay let's see Does prep impact or flare up your endometriosis? It did in the beginning, but now not so much. It hasn't really affected me, thankfully. Knock on wood. One of those things again. <laughs> you guys are asking me about my IBS and endometriosis, and I haven't really thought about it. Thankfully, it hasn't really fucked me up too much, but I've been okay. All right. What do you eat if you are going out for family dinner? I don't go out to eat right now during prep. I just don't risk it. Right now, I'm so close, and... There's like, I just say no, I just stay home. I don't like to go out to eat during prep. Like when I'm off prep and I'm reversing or whatever, I'll go out to eat. I don't mind it. But right now with prep, especially the closer I get, I told everyone like when I first started, yeah, y'all can eat it around me and stuff. Now I'm like, don't bring shit around me. Like, I don't want that. I don't want that energy. I don't want to smell it. I don't want to, I don't want to think about what I'm missing out on. Right. Because then you can get in your head. I just stay home. If my friends want to go out to dinner, Chris wants to go out to dinner with them go i'm happy for you go but i don't want it in my house because and i don't want to go there because now it's it's so close that i just don't want anything affecting my energy so i know it sucks like if i'm balancing if you're balancing go to dinner 
order like healthy options or whatever don't feel like you can't go out to dinner and balance it because you can but prep mode is just a whole different thing all right how do you stay focused on not snacking i don't have any snacks in the house there's nothing to me for me to snack on except for bell peppers that's it nothing else chris is not a snacker either so he doesn't buy anything to snack on and if he does he eats it right then and there so thankfully we're not one of those people that has um well someone's at the door uh we're not one of those people that has like cereal who is it oh um we don't have cereal at the house we don't have like cookies and things like that at the house there's nothing for me to snack on so I would say don't buy shit for you, like unhealthy snacks. Like don't buy anything that you're going to go to the kitchen and go get. So thankfully I don't snack in that way. Um, do you like how your face looks during competition? No, I'm too, my face is too lean, but that's okay. I'm embracing it. Uh, super reveal will be show day. I'm not revealing it before show day. Um, I think that's it guys. I don't want to make this any more longer than it has to be. But last question, what is a pro card and what happens after you win it? A pro card, it means you're the best of the best. And when you get your pro card, you can compete with the best of the best. And it it like, if you want to be at the Olympia stage, which is like the top competition of the world, um, you know, you have to win points, you have to win shows. But being a pro just means like it's just a different level um and it's just like a title basically you're just you're it's an honor to be a pro um because it means that you made it out out of all these competitors and not to say like guys every on show day it's not up to you anymore right you've done all the work it's up to the judges what they think better represents that category right so it's it's always a hard thing because just because i win doesn't mean that the girl next to me didn't work hard uh, just as hard as me we all deserve to win that pro right some of us you know we we work extremely hard 90 percent i will say 95 percent of all the competitors work extremely hard and we all want to get our pro cards right so it's not really up to us on that day it's up to the judges and there's nothing you can do about that and but it is a very on, big honor to win a pro card you're considered one of the best of the world so it's just an amazing title to have so if I can have that under my belt that would be incredible um it doesn't bring me any more money or anything like that it's just for me to be like hey I got my pro card so um yeah so those are all the top questions that I got for uh, this competition if you guys have any more questions or you guys want to know something please leave them down below um that's that's pretty much it I'm trying to think as far as like cravings and things go I don't really crave a lot of things if I want chocolate or something like that um like uh, I'll have my coffee my coffee has sweetener in there uh sometimes I'll get like a little Hershey's kiss those little mini ones and I'll eat one if I really feel like I need one um but besides that I'm not a big chip person or candy person or anything like that so I don't have any cravings like that um and I try to not like i this whole prep, I probably had like five diet drinks. I had like, I sip on Chris's diet drinks, like Coke Zeros and things like that. But now in the last two weeks, I've cut them completely out. I don't have any. Ooh, my lashes are stuck together. 
I don't have any. Um, so I tried to stay away from all the sugar-free stuff as much as possible, especially going forward and prep. Like, I just want to cut out all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, but those help too, like cravings and stuff like that at Coke Zero. Adding, like, uh, stevia to your things also helps too. Sometimes I'll make a tea with stevia, and that kind of kills the cravings. But, yeah, guys, I think that's it. I hope you guys enjoyed this video. Hope I answered all your questions. We are a little bit over two weeks out, so I am I'm really excited. I should be getting my suit this upcoming week from Exemplary Bikinis. She's the best. Karen, love you. Thank you for just always supporting me. She's I've, She's been making my bikinis since forever. She's the fucking best, so highly recommend her. And yeah, I can't wait for you guys to see my final package. So hope you guys enjoyed this video, and I will see you guys next time. Bye. Be there for you Cause you were never